position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode 120 of the Best Linux Games podcast being recorded for you on this kind of dreary uh, Friday, uh, the 10th of February, February 2017 at 14.13 p.m., also known as 2.13 p.m. Pacific Coast time, so that'll make it uh, uh, 2017.02.10, uh, we got... Uh, for for those of you, for the f- true faithful, the sequel peeps like myself, um, we have a lot of stuff to get to. Ivor Molina over there in the booth says hello. He is holding up the whiskey sign. Ah, yes. We we have a lot of stuff to get to this week, uh, so let's hit the whiskey first of all. Mmm. 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 So first off in our top stories, happy birthday, Mr. Jimmy Durante. This would be, uh, what? His 12,000th birthday, something like that. Um, he is long dead, but not forgotten. Oh, yeah, hit, hit him with it. Hit him with it, Ivor. Oh, man, time. Takes your nice, pretty hair, turns it great, makes you rich, makes you... So, yeah, um... 
Jimmy's uh, Durandy's yeah. birthday, uh, and we missed uh, just uh, two days ago, or three days ago, actually, the um, 180th. Maybe I'll make it to the bicentennial of uh, James Murray. It was the 180th James Murray Day on uh, February 7th, uh, 2017. Um, but anyway, that's that's all, and if you don't know who James Murray is, but um bum ching that's right, Ivor, look it up. Uh, Ivor says hello. I think we've already done that. Yes, Ivor, the audience says hello to you. Such a love fest I have never seen before. It is amazing. It is huge. It is huge. It is tremendous, the love fest that the audience has with Ivor Molina. Ivor, you're fired. Uh, so, that brings us straight up to our real legitimate top stories. Uh, this week, first off, uh, Heavy Gear Assault, which we mentioned um, in a new and noteworthy a while ago. Um, I want to say Heavy Gear Assault uh, as of today is out of early access, evidently. Oh, no. No, it's not out of early access. Um, but for some reason, they say that it has been released today. Um, even though it is still in early access, it did pop to the top of our release queue. So we gave Heavy Assault a second try. You might, uh, Heavy Gear Assault, a second try. You may remember us mentioning Heavy Gear Assault, uh, because it proffers, uh, the glorious dream of having a mech-based, a la mech, kind of pseudo-mech warrior 2, um, style arena, style multiplayer online mech, giant mechanized robot-based game, um, available for Linux. Um, unfortunately, back then, and afraid so, still, you cannot log into the fucking game even with your own fucking login credentials that you create within the game. It still will not let you in the game. Um, it is such a shitstorm and I've gotten such a variety of different uh, user errors and server errors and all kinds of errors um, and is so brand new, evidently, that um, the discussion forums let's check out the discussion, let's see let's see what's 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 shaking there on, on the, the discussions let's see anyway, the bottom line is avoid heavy gear assault until further notice, the same everything from before, that we said before like, you cannot get into this game um still applies, frequently asked questions yeah, um it does not say anything about I was updating various aspects of the game and accidentally hit the release oh, okay so yeah, that's that's pinned from two hours ago from Wildcard, who evidently is one of the developers, it's the pinned topic is, we're still in early access oops, um accidentally hit release, okay so, the regardless of whatever the bottom line is, still remains the same. Avoid heavy gear assault until you hear from me that it is safe to go in those waters or worthwhile to go in those waters. It's an expensive game, and uh, I spent about fifteen minutes trying to trying to work with it, trying to get into the game, and it still will not let me in, into the game. They've added a login with Steam credentials button that does nothing. Um, I reset my password through their own servers and it said that there's a server backend problem that you know, blah blah blah. So, fuck Heavy Gear Assault until you hear further from us. Um, 
This week, our feature story this week is we're reviewing Disjaya 2 um, PC, um, which we featured prominently in... It's an epic. It's an epic. Uh, from Septic Studios, um, Disjaya 2 PC, we featured prominently la- in last week's episode. Well, we've logged 42 hours in it, and uh, although we haven't been in it, we've gone pretty close to understanding what I think is the essence of it, so we're ready for a review. Um, we don't know what the column is going to be for this week. Best Linux game, the column! Uh, it's kind of up in the air, uh, but it should be out by uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, at the very latest, so check out www.bestlinuxgames.com for the column! And then finally, in our um, new and noteworthy, uh, in our top stories, we have a uh, a game that isn't really making our new and noteworthy, but is kind of a top story. Um, game called, uh, this is very much a news story and not so much a game story, which is why we're putting in our top stories instead of in our new and noteworthy or any other game-oriented uh, blah. There's a game out called We Are Chicago, which is $13.49. Builds itself as, you are harassed at school, your friends are avoiding you, and you need to make sure your sister is safe from the dangers that surround you. Explore the life of Aaron growing up in Chicago's South Side as you find out who to trust and how to stay safe. And this came out yesterday, February 9th, uh, 2017. And it's an inner city um, kind of role-playing game simulation uh, with, um, it got an Indicate Award for 2016. Um, it's uh one of the most notable things about uh, in the about this game section that caught my eye uh, on the Steam Store page is uh, about this game. Inspire change in effort to support the neighborhoods we feature in the game. Half of the proceeds from We Are Chicago will support the All Stars Project of Chicago and Reclaim Our Kids, two nonprofit groups whose mission is to help curb violence and provide positive and creative opportunities to people living on Chicago's south and west side. Above all, we hope that We Are Chicago will create a deeper understanding, motivate, and inspire change, and cultivate a larger conversation surrounding the issues of violence and income disparity. These are good things, um, and I think that uh, I. I'm not going to play this game, I don't think, because I hate Chicago. I really hate Chicago. Um, and it's it has nothing to do with, like, a racial thing. It's like, I hate fucking Chicago. Um, it has everything to do with Chicago being Chicago. I've never had a good time in Chicago. Chicago is a depressing place that I... It's, like, second only to Texas in my list of places that I never, ever, ever want to go to ever, ever, ever again. Um, but that having been said, uh, it seems that We Are Chicago might be hitting on, might be on the right track in terms of using the um, expressiveness the uh, of the multi, not just the multimedia aspect, but of the immersive um, nature of the medium of the video game to highlight social issues, which is something that I think we'll see a lot more of. I hope. Um, I imagine we will because it's just let's let's hear some of what we are Chicago's all about. Aaron Wake up. Something terrible has happened. Culture Shock Games presents. Won a lot of awards. Aaron, you know you should be studying for your finals tomorrow. You better watch yourself. You really do want to go to college, huh? 
It was dangerous when we was her age. We didn't have someone watching over us. Always take such good care of me. I'm glad I can help you. I'm still trying to find a job. Shoot, I even joined the military just to get away from all this crap. You gonna diss the man or else? Boy, you speak like it's okay for black folks to live under these conditions. I might actually have to get this. Dude, this looks I wish it was as easy as you make it sound. Show them how we serve the disciples, fellas. <laughs> man, not all of us is college material. I know mom is too busy, so I'm glad you're around. Because what you're seeing is like, uh... I'm going to test you, son. It's a, th I think it's a third person, demi first person, uh, simulation, RPG simulation. You know what it feels like to be under a curse. If you don't, then just go back and reread this verse. We are Chicago, February 9th, 2017. I might have to get this, uh... And I, I I only read two reviews of it, and I try not to read reviews, but I thought I wasn't ever gonna play this. So, um, it seems like a short game. It seems like it takes about three hours to to beat it. Um, so yeah, you can look forward to, oh, may possibly look forward to a We Are Chicago. Seems like they got even if they fucked up the game, then they're they're still leaning in the right direction. Um, because you know this is my big pet not pet peeve, but this is my big thing. This is like, this is why I do this show. Like, I think that video games are capable of expressing, are such an expressive medium, and I think that they're underutilized, and I think that we're just starting to see, and not just see, but we're just starting to see um, companies that use um, the, the medium of the video game for its full range of potential expression. Speaking of which, just as a, a side note in our top stories, um, Stage of Development Indie City uh, also um, came out, I think, today, uh, which is a video documentary, uh, several episodes of a video documentary, um, which includes We Are Chicago, um, and their development diaries, and um, stuff from this... Uh, uh, independent development uh, thing going on in the Midwest, and I can't wait to. I I bought it. Um, it's five episodes of so five hours. You know, I'll probably watch it later tonight. But that's out there too. So there you go. Those are our top stories. I won't want you to hit them with the new and noteworthy. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Excellent. We have, uh, first off, in our new and noteworthy, we have a game called E-V-O-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. E Evolvation. Um, let's see. Is there good audio on this, Ivor? Once again, Ivor is looking at me like I am from outer space. I. This is your job, man. Hyper outs, tech, no logic. Unreal Four Engine. What we, what evol, evolvation looks like is a, uh, 
Unreal, tur- actually, seriously, an Unreal Tournament style um, multiplayer deathmatch kind of arena thing in the third person in space. So you have spaceships. Uh, it builds itself as a class-based and fast-paced multiplayer arena space flying shooter with multiple game modes, which can be played solo and team-based. Classes are high-speed fighter stealth support and tank. Each class has its own special ability, which provides dynamic gameplay. It came out February 6, 2017. Um, yeah, I, I, anyway, um, so far the reviews have been positive. Three reviews. It is... 25% off now through February 13th. Okay, that's great. From $9.99 to $7.49. Um, I bought it today. I will be playing it later this weekend. Um, it looks very pretty. Um, we'll see if there are people on the servers. It's massively multiplayer, ostensibly. Um, we'll see if we'll see if Evolvation can live up to uh to the prettiness, to the hype prettiness of its video. So um that's Evolvation. E-V-O-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. Up next, we have Anima, Gate of Memories, which is an older game uh, that's A-N-I-M... Oh, fuck me harder. A-N-I-M-A, Gate of Memories, which kind of looks like um, a... uh, Well, it builds itself as... Uh, third-person action RPG that tells the story of two beings bound by an unwilling pact, an ancient monster, and a girl who lost her past. Anima is mostly focused on combat and exploration, but also has deep role-playing elements. Okay, that's cool. It kind of looks like a cross between Devil May Cry and um, Dark Souls. It's, you know, an I- demi-isometric, uh, very environmental, um, Devil May Cry kind of style. Um blah. The Linux version came out November 30th of 2016, which I didn't get the memo on. Uh, it happened, it popped onto my radar just now. Overall, it came out June 2nd, originally, 2016. Um, overall, the reviews have been mostly positive, 166 reviews. Um, recently, the reviews have been mixed at 12 reviews. I bought this game because I really, in all honesty, I really wish that there was a replacement for Devil May Cry. Um, what I really, really want is Bayonetta to fucking get ported to Linux. That's really what I want, but that's different from this. Anima, Gate of Memories, looks like it might fulfill... Nothing is gonna fulfill my Bayonetta need other than Bayonetta. Any fan of Bayonetta will know that. And will understand... Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. I remember... Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story about Bayonetta. So, ex-girlfriend, my longest relationship of my adult life, ex-girlfriend, one of the loves of my life, actually, one of the few girlfriends I've ever had who I, I can actually say, um, not only did I want to marry her, but she was, like, my best friend. Um, I mean, really, like, my best, like, not just like my best friend, but, like, she was my best friend, um, during the time that, that we were together, uh, We'll call her Demi Ex Girlfriend. I remember the first time Demi Ex Girlfriend and I met. I sat her down. I was going to fix her computer. She brought her computer over to my house, and I sat her down because I knew that she liked video games. We met on an online, online match, uh, on uh, online matchmaking service, um, and I sat her down with an Xbox 360 controller. I think it was an Xbox 360, and I was like, "Okay, you haven't played Bayonetta, have you?" And this is not that long ago. This is like 
I guess it was pretty long ago. It was like five years ago. Anyway, so I sat her down. I'm like, you haven't played Bayonetta, right? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay. Biggest regret of my life for not still having a video game column at the time was that I couldn't write that Bayonetta will explode your face off. Which no one had said anything like that at all. Like, it was not like a common... It's become, long since, it's become kind of a common thing. Explode your face off. Bayonetta will explode your face off. I really would love to see a Bayonetta... I would I would love to see Bayonetta get ported to Linux. I need that very badly. I would need some... I need some way to play Bayonetta. Anyway, so that's um, Anima Gate... Uh, Anima Curse of Memories. Then, uh, up next in our new and noteworthy, we have Bleed 2. B-L-E-E-D 2. Uh, Ivor, does this have any... Uh, yeah. It's fucking ponderous, man. It's fucking ponderous. Bleed 2 is, of course, the sequel to Bleed. Uh, everyone's favorite side scrolling, uh, not necessarily a platformer, but more of a comboer. Where it's a combo shooter kind of game where you can jump three times in any direction. So it's kind of like a cross between Max Payne and uh, The Matrix and Bullet Hell um, space shooters because by virtue of the fact you can jump three times you can jump three times in any direction you can also slow down time, you can reflect back enemies attacks with your sword and you can just unleash an endless chain of fucking whoop ass from your main gun um, and yet you're still a side-scrolling platformer, so there's kind of a parkour-esque kind of side-scrolling platformer element to it, but it's very minimal. It's more all about fighting these bosses in set pieces that force you to use your three jumps, your time-stopping power, and your, your time-slowing power, and your ability to, to, um, to reflect enemies' attacks back at them. It's super fun. I only sat down and played it for like maybe 10 minutes, something like that, 0.2 hours this morning. But uh, Bleed 2 builds itself as a relentless arcade action game featuring air dodging, bullet reflecting, and tons of bosses. Okay, yeah, so that's 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 pretty fair. Um, it came out uh, two days ago on February 8th, 2017. And uh, right now, through February 15th, it's 10% off at $8.99. I had a good time with it. I had a great time with Bleed 1, which is one of those games that I didn't get enough time to play. Um, Hopefully, I'll be able to buckle down and spend some more time with Bleed 2. It is pretty difficult. Um, That's B-L-E-E-D space 2. So that's Bleed 2. And then finally, I talk about burying the lead, but we have uh, Sid Meier's Civilization uh, 6. Oh, God. Which I... I'm No, Ivor, it's not your fault. Why do you always insist that it's your fault when it's not your fault, and it's never your fault when it is your fault? Did I mention that you're fired? You're fucking fired! Sid Meier's Civilization 6. 
which builds itself as offers new ways to interact with your world, expand your empire across the map, advance your culture, and compete against history's greatest leaders to build a civilization that will stand the test of time. Plays one of 20 historical leaders, including Roosevelt, America, and Victoria, England. It'd be weird if that was the other way around. Queen Victoria of the United States and Franklin D. Roosevelt of, of the United of Great Britain. Press forward if we are to see our journey's end. And how will we know when we get there? And what we're looking at right now is just a spectacular CG sequence of... Anyway, if you don't know what Sidmeyer Civilization series is all about, well, let me uh, turn o- first turn over the rock that you were hiding underneath. Um, um, Sidmeyer Civilization 6, one of the most hotly anticipated, you know, of course. I mean, actually, that's not true. I didn't even know that it was in development, but, uh, you know, you kind of assume that these endless sequels are always in development now that, you know, before they make the next game, they were already halfway done making the game that's going to follow it. This came out October 20th, 2016, but, but, um, Linux support was added on February 9th, so yesterday. I don't know why, and I wonder, this forces me to wonder, you know, maybe, maybe we'll scrub our, our, um, Maybe we'll scrub our Disjaya 2 review cause, and save it for next week because I, I just kind of wonder why. We'll see how long this rant goes on, but I mean, I just wonder why this game came out Okay, let's look at the facts. This game came out October 20th of 2016. So September, October, November, December, January, February. So it came out four months ago. I'm counting October 20th as the end of October, so I'm not counting October. So it came out four months ago. Why then does it take until February 9th for the Linux release to come out? February 9th, recent update. Civilization 6 now on Steam OS and Linux. Why, why did it take so long that cannot be a technical problem. That has to be like a punishing Linux users. I mean, it could be a technical problem. I'm looking forward to this year. One of the things that I'm really looking forward to, and I'm being honest here with you, is the winnowing of this kind of four-month release delay where like, we get the splashback echo of you know, the latest and greatest. I, you know, And it does make financial sense in... In one sense, it makes financial sense in that they can release to the Windows market and then actually hit with a bigger punch by delaying uh, a Linux release because then not only are they newsworthy again to like Linux news media like us, um, but the Linux people have been frothing. If you know you're really into Sid Meier's Civilization, then you've been frothing at the mouth for this game now for four months. Wondering when's it going to come out, so that makes sense. But, but it it really maybe not second class citizens. Maybe it maybe it shows that it 
that uh, game companies are treating Linux releases as first class releases in terms of their AAA titles only in the sense that they are respecting the market punch that they can get they can get a renewed market punch by delaying the release as if it's a new game by virtue of the fact that there is a gulf between um, you know Windows and Mac OS initial release versus the Linux release I would really like to see that winnowed. I don't know if if that's what the if that's the undercurrent, if that's the subtext of this, if, and not the subtext because there's no message being sent here, but if that's what's causing this to happen. Cuz Simmire Civilization 6 is not a game that's going to require drastic hardware problems or configuration or anything. It's not even in fucking 3D for Christ's sake. It's just a bunch of fucking slow motion video uh, caps all uh 1998, you know, strung together with a fucking board game, uh, you know, with some voice acting maybe and like a probably an endless tutorial that's going to torture you for the rest of your life. But um so that's not like a that's not a difficult thing to port. So, like, I, I'm thinking that the, especially, you know, over the previous two years, like, the difficult thing to port excuse has been totally acceptable by virtue of the fact that the market had to adjust in terms of, like, its long-term release schedule and everything that it had in the pipeline, which is always two years down the road, more or less, to Steam shifting to um, SteamOS and Linux, so, like, okay, well, we have problems porting this to, with this issue and that with that issue and etc. And then eventually, you know, a year and a half later, maybe you get a port of it for Linux. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Feral Interactive. Feral Interactive can port anything in one day. Mm. And they will make a fucking gorgeous port of it. They will fucking knock your balls off with it. Out of the park, home run, in the immortal words of our current fucking president. It'll be huge. It'll be tremendous. You get Feral Interactive behind the Civilization 6 port anywhere in the development pipeline, and you're gonna have Civilization 6 on every fucking... You'll have Civilization 6 port to platforms and aren't even invented yet. Feral Interactive is that good. They will fucking future port your game on day zero. That's the day before drop date, you know, we will fucking, they will embargo the future like a motherfucker um, you know, it'll be huge it'll be tremendous, it'll be you know, so what I'm trying to say here is, there's obviously some sort of market force working that, that, that isn't a technological problem that's working around still the winnowing of this getting ported to Linux gap and I don't know what it is. I, I think it might be this whole second drop date kind of phenomenon, which is great. Um, and you know what? In all honesty, I'm kind of fine with it. Four months to wait for the port just to give them a second drop date and to give them more balance in the media, more free publicity, um, or to bounce them to the top of the Steam store, whatever type of bizarre content-driven uh click-based algorithm that, you know, your Steam store is using to fucking interpret your, what you're interested in and your motivations, that's fine. I'm okay with four months. But I would really like to see I if that's the case, then it's not a disrespecting of, of Linux as a platform. It's more of a a profound, like, actual respect. You're right, Ivor. More whiskey. It's more of a profound like, nod to Linux, but I would love to see that, um, that 
it's available one quarter, one fiscal quarter after it's available for everyone else. I'd like to see that gap get winnowed over the next 18 months. That would be great, especially with um, uh, Steam VR and Open VR and other things that we'll talk about. The VR stuff is still coming in a later episode. But anyway, for now, in terms of our new new and noteworthy, Sid Meier's Civilization VI, which in case you've been hiding underneath a rock, let me turn that over. You're right, Ivor. Whiskey. He's holding up the whiskey sign. Mm. Which, on their, like, Steam Store icon, uh, it says Sid Meier's Civilization VI, it boasts a, uh, a pull tag from, a pull quote from a reviewer, the ultimate digital board game, PC Gamer, 93 out of 100. Yeah, okay, well, if only I believed in major video game media for the last, oh god, 10 years, you know, <sighs> these people have never heard of Jojo Kimon Kendall's ultimate rule, which we ascribe to here, which is why we don't do a scale of 1 to 10, generally. We try to avoid it. No game should ever get a 10. Ever. Ever. Because then it's the perfect video game and you never need to buy another video game ever. Anyway, 93 out of 100 is... Wow. That's pretty pretty crazy. And so far, the reviews have been mostly positive. 19,618 reviews. And recently, they have been mixed. Last 30 days, that's what that means. Um, 51% of the 1,212 reviews in, user reviews in the last 30 days were positive. 51%. So mixed reviews. That's out of 1,212 reviews. Man, that's cool. Did you know that? If you hover over the mixed in your Steam client, if you mouse over your the mixed in the recent review, in the user reviews, it'll explain to you the breakdown. Fucking cool. Um, anyway, Sid Meier's Civilization, it looks like, you'll never believe it, but it looks like more of Sid Meier's Civilization V, um, which means you're building civilizations here. This, These are historical um, based board game-like simulations. They are incredibly addictive. They are known for their incredible polish. Sid Meier, I think it was Civ 2 or 3 was the best ever. It might have been Civ 4. I can't remember. It all gets jumbled up in my memory. But, uh, I think it was two or I think it was three was my favorite. That might have been the worst though, because it's like every other generation is a good one. And now that they're pumping them out every other year, uh, it's getting very, very difficult to remember. Um, they're very much less the landmark moment that they used to be. Um, and this is a testament to everything else that I always keep babbling about about the collapsing of the difficulty. The, the winnowing of the, the, the idea to execution difficulty structure that is uh, not prevalent, not pervasive, but is uh, a fundamental baseline that controls what games get made these days. It's technically easier now to make a video game than it ever has been before, especially a game like this. So the only thing that like a game like Sid Meier's Civilization 6 really needs to worry about, and that's VI, for those of you who never went to music theory, you fuck 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 faces, fuckers, motherfuckers, motherlickers. Um, so a game like Sid Meier's Civilization VI, realistically, all it is is a bunch of two-dimensional sprites um, rendered in faux 3D, or, you know, actual 3D models, which is kind of easier now than actually trying to... Then you kind of make them look like sprites in a, you know... 
blah. You get a map of the world, you fucking render that, and then you're you're off to the races from there. Then you just break it out into tiles, and then you add the rules. And the rules are what really makes Sid Meier's civilization. Um, when they're good, it's what makes them so good, and when they're bad, it's what makes them so bad. They've had several digressions. I wonder if this is excuse me, I wonder if this is one of the uh, digressions, I did buy it earlier today I wonder if this is one of the times that they go off track or not, we will find out but it's definitely a game that everyone should be excited about if you are a fan of this type of game where you empire building in a simple hyper addictive, oh my god, where did the last 12 hours of my life go kind of way, you know, just like, oh, I'm just gonna make some legions, uh, some soldiers, I'm just gonna make some it's nine o'clock in the morning, that's okay, I'll just call in, um, yeah, I'm gonna be about two hours, like, I'm making soldiers, okay, bye, and make some more soldiers, okay, I'm gonna evade you, motherfucker, okay, it's it's nine o'clock in the morning again. I think I. Oh my god! I've been fired. Um, it's that type of game. Mm. So Sid Meier's uh, Civilization. I I really like the idea of uh, being able to play as uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt of Great Britain as against um, Queen Victoria of the United States of a huge America. Um, anyway, right now through February 13th, Sid Meier Civilization 6 is 20% off at $47.99. Rant about the, the withholding of such glory, or not even regardless of whether or not it's a great title, it's a AAA title. So, like, you know, I would love to see some games starting this year with drop dates that cor- correspond directly for Linux with their. Um, erstwhile cousins on Windows and Mac and other lesser mm, I mean uh, other uh, competing operating systems uh, the tux demands it and I want to in the mortal words of Chris Fisher from Jupiter Broadcasting I want to be treated like a first class citizen yo so okay to wrap up our new and noteworthy let's just to recap actually we had um, Evolvation a 3D arena third person um, massively multiplayer space combat game, Evolvation. Uh, then we had Anima. What is it? Oh my god. Uh, I can't read my own handwriting. No, Ivor, it's not your fault. Uh, come on, Steam client. Anima, Gate of Memories. Which is like, you know, the Bayonetta. It's not, it's nothing like Bayonetta. It's more like Dark Souls, kind of Devil May Cry RPG, third person combat oriented role playing game. Then we had Bleed 2, B L E E D 2, which is two dimensional uh, side scrolling, uh, bullet hell, um, time manipulating, Matrix like uh, Max Payne with a little girl. Which is awesome. It's fucking. It's a rad premise, um, with a katana and a fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, infinite ammo clipped uh, machine gun, and then uh, Sid Meier's Civilization Six, also known to some uh, plebeian uh, 
uh, spawn of uh, future internet trolls of America as Sid Meier's Civilization VI, um, <laughs> which is uh, fairly expensive, as always. $47.99. That's 20% off, which uh, ends February 13th. So, yeah, okay, we're going to kill our... Um, or just Jay at two review because we're we've gone on too long, right, Ivor? Yes. So Ivor, let's hit him with the deals music. We're gonna do the deals, everyone's favorite, the deals. So, first off, we have Darkest Dungeon, which we reviewed late last year. Darkest Dungeon. Uh mm, Darkest Dungeon, Darkest Sketch, Darkest Sketch. Darkest Dungeon, which now through February 13th is 50% off at $12.49, it is useful to note that Darkest Dungeon, which is, just in case you don't remember, Darkest Dungeon is um, everyone's favorite two-dimensional paper, paper craft style, but visually stunning and narratively very, very appealing um, party-based turn-based dungeon delving kind of thing where your heroes are crippled by stress, the stress that they experience throughout um, their experiences and require rehabilitation in between um, their delves, depending on how brutally the darkest dungeon has brutalized their sanity. Darkest Dungeon, for the record, we did give Darkest Dungeon which we vlogged like 85 hours in, which is just, it shook my world when I saw that. We did give it our highest award, which is worth full price at all times. Darkest Dungeon is now 50% off at $12.49, now through February 13th, so pick that up. Then up next, Insurgency, a big fan of the infamous one, friend of the show, the infamous one, which is one of those games, along with the original Bleed, that I really wish I could get squeeze more time out of my life to play because it is a brutally accurate um, shooterific first person shooter multiplayer simulation of uh, Middle Eastern warfare a la Counter-Strike but it doesn't suck because Insurgency has yet to ruin itself this is Insurgency I-N-S-U-R-G-E-N-C-Y which right now, through February 13th, provides you with absolutely no excuse to not pick it up because it is 70% off at $2.99. Still looks great, plays great. Um, Hopefully I'll see you on it sometime this weekend. Then, speaking of looks great, plays great, the scariest game ever made, possibly. It's up there. Um, Well, we're working with uh, Joe Jokimon Kendall, friend of the show, Joe Jokimon Kendall, on uh, putting together a scariest games ever um, that are currently available for Linux kind of sort of feature. But this is a game that I gifted to him a couple of years ago, or maybe just last year or something like that. And is a game that I can no longer play because it's too fucking scary. I've only logged 22 hours in, but it's so scary. And he reaffirmed with, it's too fucking scary, man. Alien Isolation, one of the best looking games you can play on Linux. An absolutely fucking radical game. I mean, it is. Wow, when you first meet the bitch and you. <laughs> you. You will remember it for the rest of your life. It will be one of those signal moments um, in your personal video game history when, you know, you. 
all of a sudden you can't move and you look down, your character looks down and you see the giant spike tail protruding from your stomach. Protruding from your fucking stomach and you realize, oh, I'm dead. She's behind me. Oh my God. Um, You're becoming hysterical. That's right, I'm becoming hysterical. Or when the Johnny bots fucking beat the shit out of you. Because why do they do that? You're becoming hysterical. That's right, because you're becoming hysterical. You're becoming hysterical. It's hysterical darkness. Alien Isolation, now through um, February 13th, is 75% off at $9.99. So pick that up. That goes on sale fairly regularly. It's an older game. It is still one of the best-looking games available for Linux um, and one of the best-looking games ever made that I've ever played. I mean, you will be immersed in the fucking dystopian far-flung 19 as seen in 1980 whatever um really scott iteration of the future uh alien aliens uh type of world you will be completely immersed in that world and it is just fucking fabulous and it's it's hysterical i mean it's really scary it's 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 it's, it's Wait a minute, I'm blind, I'm blind, that thing cut me off! Yes, you'll become hysterical like that. It's exactly like that. So, Alien Isolation, 75% off, $9.99, totally fucking worth it. And then finally, uh, a side-scrolling uh, roguelike that from one are last year's Best of the Rogues, um, Risk of Rain, R-I-S-K of Rain, R-A-I-N, Risk of Rain, which is a brutally difficult, um, algorithmically unfair, very much designed to just constantly punish you to death, to death, to death, to death, to death. But super fun and super ridiculous. Let's see how much time I've logged in Risk of Rain. It's an older game, but it never goes on sale. Risk of Rain, now through, uh... Oh my god, please. I've only played 15.5 hours on record. Now through February 13th, Risk of Rain is 75% off at $2.49. So be sure to pick that sucker up. Um, it's it's very, very difficult. It's And it's unfair difficult. Uh, but the fact that it's unfair difficult means that every run that you have through its permadeath fucking rogue, like fucking, you know, insanity will is fairly fucking exhilarating so that's risk of rain and it never goes on sale and you can pick it up for two dollars and 49 cents so to recap we had darkest dungeon which is 50 percent off february 13th 12 dollars and 49 cents then insurgency 70 70 off at two dollars and 99 cents february 13th Alien Isolation, also February 13th, 75% off, $9.99. Totally fucking worth it. Otherwise, it's 40 bucks. It's worth 40 bucks. But uh, $9.99 is a significantly better price tag than $40. And then Risk of Rain, 75% off, $2.49. So that'll do us for uh, this week's uh, Best Links Games podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, hey, how about some old man time? Uh, there I are. I will see you uh, next Friday or Saturday. And check out tomorrow, this Saturday, the 11th, 
Uh, check out www.bestlinksgames.com for the column. Old man time. Happy birthday, Jimmy Durante. Old man time. He's so mean. Meanest man you ever see. He gives you you, then he steals it away. He takes your nice, pretty hair, turns it gray. Makes you rich, makes you poor. He's a dog. All your dreams and your schemes ain't way to die. So have a good time every day. Cause you'll never, never get away from old man, old man time. Old man time, the booger boo. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada yee. Four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.